What's up, everybody? And welcome to the... Hey Dad, Watch This Podcast. That's right. And this is episode 6. We just finished watching episode 6 of Stranger Things titled The Monster. The Monster. The Monster Mash. Except just the monster. I'm friends with the monster inside my head. What? What was that one movie where it was like about monsters under the bed and the kid would always like visit the monster world while you and there's that blue monster of like the mohawk and always did like the gross things. Yeah, what was that movie? Uh, Little Monster. Little Monster, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that movie was legit, man. That was... It was okay. It was okay. I would love to have a monster under my... Eh, that makes me sound like I'm lonely, but it'd be... <laughs> it would be cool to have a monster under my bed that would take me to trips and adventures and dug his ear out for penny liquids, solid slimes. And eat them. So, Stranger Things, episode six of season one. The monster. The monster. Um, Yeah, this was a pretty good episode. I liked it a lot. Um, So did I. So, where did we start out at on the episode? Jonathan. And Nancy. And Nancy, yeah, in the forest. Mm -hmm. Uh, In the forest, uh, they were yelling each other's names like so many times. It was unbearable. But she was in the upside down. Yeah, but they could still hear each other. But well, could she could hear him, and then he had to be close in proximity to where she was in the upside yeah, down version, yeah, 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 yeah. and then he could hear her a little bit. I think that's what happened with Barb, because she was in the pool mm-hmm. at Steve's house. And then she could hear her just faintly. Barb. Same with like Will and Nan- or, uh, Joyce. But they could see each other, though. And that was like a... It it sort of looked like the portal that Nancy went through, except it was solid. You couldn't. There was no goop that you can crawl through. Nothing. It was like a yeah. see-through gelatin wall. Mm-hmm. You could, in like if you bung banged on it, I bet you would feel like bricks. Probably. Well, I mean, it, they were banging on it and they couldn't break through that it. That doesn't so. make sense though. Why would it do that? Um, I think like where Nancy crawled through in the tree, I think that was like where the Demogorgon. the Demogorgon was coming through. So it was kind of like a mini portal. It was like a rift between the two realities, like a tear. But what about the one at Joyce's house? Uh, Will was like where he was at. It was like a a harder, um, more of like a like a a shell kind of, but it was like a transparent shell. Oh, uh, okay. Like. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so Nancy is, like, running from the Demogorgon in the Upside Down. Yeah. And that, she's, like, screaming for Jonathan. Jonathan finally hears her. He he gets over to the tree, and he, like, sees the tree. He's just kind of like, what the crap is this? And then, ta-da! A yeah, hand reaches like out. Her hand, like, reaches out. And, and then he it kind of caught him off guard. I don't blame him. A slimy hand coming out of a tree would cut, catch me off guard as well. Yeah. But then he realized it was Nancy cuz she's like, "Jonathan, help me." And then she grabbed or she he grabbed her hand. She grabbed his hand. They both worked as a team. And then Nancy went poop. Yeah. Like a newborn baby. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Um, Slimy, stinky, and... uh, Covered in poo. (laughs) Um, Crying, and... uh, And then the tree closed up behind her. 
after she she got out the tree closed up behind her and then credits roll the intro music it doesn't start with that it doesn't start with that i was just doing a part of the song it starts like this that's how it sounds it doesn't it doesn't automatically start like that. I didn't say it did. You, I literally just said I was just doing a part of the song. That, uh, that we went over this, Dad. Just read the script. There is no script. Um, there is no script, ladies and gents. It's, yeah, this is... We're just naturally this funny. Ha <laughs> um, ha. Yeah, I said we, not just me. Yeah, I know. I said ha ha. I'm laughing at we. We. Okay. Um so then what happened after this was Hopper um it sure was like Hopper and Joyce and they were in uh Joyce's house and it was because where we last last left off with them, he was saying that um he had told her that it wasn't Will's body. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was where we left off with those two characters. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was like a continuation of their conversation. And he talked about how he had snuck into the building. Uh, he saw like uh, a, a child's room. It was like kind of like a prison cell almost, but he yeah, could like tell it was like a, solitary a confinement. Yeah, with like white tiles on the wall and stuff. But he, you know, yeah. said that he saw like kids' drawings, and she was like, "Well, how good were the drawings?" He's like, "I don't know. They were like freaking kids' drawings, like stick figures." And she grabs one of like Will's drawings, which Will's like a pretty good artist for yeah, his he, age. Yeah, yeah. And once. They find Will again. They're gonna have to get him some orange and red crayons for them fireballs, mm-hmm. so they don't look like cabbages. Yeah, they're green. But um, so she asked him if it looked like that, and then Hopper kind of realizes, like, oh, like, uh, the night Vinny died, one of the guys that he interviewed had said that they had found it was like a a kid with a shaved head, mm-hmm. and he was thinking, you know, like, you know, what if I'm this whole time I haven't been chasing like and trying to find will i've actually been like chasing like a completely different kid and then uh he he shows her like the article about uh nancy i or uh terry ives which was the lady like he had seen which i think it was the last episode or the episode before where he was looking in the newspaper clippings at the library and mm-hmm. uh he found like the article about the MK Ultra experiments and yes. Terry Ives was one of the people who was part of MK Ultra she had said that the government kidnapped her daughter and mm-hmm. so he was thinking like hey you know maybe we should go uh try to track this lady down yeah and then it cuts to Nancy being a little traumatized yeah, in the shower. Yeah, she was, and every it seems like every time she blinked, she saw like a a flash of what happened upside down. Yeah, yeah. and the deer getting mm-hmm. dragged under the bush and getting num num done. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's not right. She that that Demogorgon had beef jerky sticks and didn't even share. It, Nancy came well deer jerky. Deer jerky. Yeah. Deer jerky. <laughs> Which is even, even better. Yes. Didn't even share. And when Nancy tried to get just a little bit, it chases her. Please, sir, may I have some deer jerky? <laughs> I'm just just a faint little small bean girl. 
And then the Demogorgon was like, no. No, it didn't say anything. It just went, <laughs> but it went. And you're over there doing deathcore vocals. But no, <laughs> it, it went like, <laughs> and then chased her. And then Jonathan pulled her in. They yeah. None of them got any deer jerky that day, and they were sad about it. That's why she's traumatized. Yeah, Bambi died for nothing. Yeah. Poor Bambi. So then Bambi's Jonathan, delicious. she like she gets dressed, and she goes back to her room, and Jonathan's in there like making a cot on the floor, and um, he, you know, she, he was just gonna like hang out and make sure that like she was okay, and and, and then, so he was like gonna sleep on the floor, and he was talking like a shy anime boy. He's like, can if it's okay, if it's okay, I I got this out of the like, closet. Uh, Hin- Hinata <laughs> pointing her fingers Naruto together. That's how she was. Kill me. And that's how like uh, Sakura was with Sasuke. Oh, Sasuke-kun. Oh, no, Sasuke-kun. no, Sas- no, Sakura didn't do that. She shoved Naruto out of the window. Was like, was like screaming in Japanese in her head, like, oh, Sasuke, oh my god. Yeah, but I'm talking about like exterior. She oh. was like, oh, Sasuke. Okay, and he's that's like, just... God, you're annoying. I don't blame him. The, like that was <laughs> probably like the best line that Sasuke ever had in the show. God, you're annoying. God, you're annoying. I and it just like broke her brain. Yeah, and then Naruto came in with a third degree burn. So then uh, Nancy's saying like, oh, I don't want to be alone. And he's like, oh, okay. And then she was like, you know, they were like going to go to sleep or whatever. And then she was like, can you just come up here? And so like they like, he like crashed in her bed. Like yeah. it didn't, they weren't like cuddling or anything. Yeah, they yeah, were just I like know. chilling. Sleeping. Well, yeah, trying to sleep. She Trying to sleep. Yeah. Um, Jonathan had a pew pew, by the way. Yeah, he had the revolver with him just in case. Because he, they, before they went to bed, he was like, um, "It can't get us in here," you know. And she was just I wonder, like, "I wonder don't know that." I wonder what he named his revolver, though, because everyone names their gun. Not everyone names their gun. But everyone does. No. No, I mean, like, though, like everyone has a mindset where they name something. I mean, people like. Like Cade Six named his his hand cannon Ace of Spades. Yeah. Um, uh, Jane Cobb named his assault rifle Vera. I mean, I named my airsoft guns names. What are their names? Uh, the 1911 is American Venom, and the 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 Glock Nine is a uh uh the Lightning Bringer. <laughs> The cr- I'm just kidding. That's the not cringe. their names. That's not their names. I was just being the cringe is are off you, the charts. Are you uh glad that that's not actually their names? Yeah, I feel like you're just trying to like backpedal now because you saw my reaction to those cringe names. You're like, oh, J.K. Bro, J.K. J.K. <laughs> no. I, did, I didn't name him that for real, bro. It's oh, just a prank. I didn't trust have, me, bro. I don't have a name for my AR-15 yet. Can't think of one. Maybe we can look up cool names to name your weapon. You can call it Molnir. It's like Thor's hammer. Oh, that's just oh. that's Thor's hammer, bro. Oh, naming it after naming an airsoft pistol after a mythical, mythological hammer is so cringe. That's dope. It's better than like lightning bringer. <laughs> that's like World of Warcraft weapon names. <laughs> lightning bringer lightning bringer uh it does a plus two to your dexterity <laughs> ranged attacks oh. back when uh mine my and like minecraft old minecraft like 
old Minecraft. Like old Minecraft from like ye old 1776 revolution times. No, like 2015 or 14 Minecraft. I was about to make a joke like, oh, it's so long ago, but it feels like a long time ago. It was. I I started playing it whenever it first first came out. Mm, When it first came out on the 360, yeah. Yeah, when it first came out on the 360. It was, it's, Minecraft's been out a long time, but back when I used to play it with my friend, I'm not going to say his name, but whenever I used to play it with my friend, like all the time, every morning we would wake up. And as soon as, like... Every morning I wake up. (laughs) There's so much I didn't do. (laughs) Every day I wake up. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) So every day you woke up and played Minecraft with your bud. No, okay, so every morning, uh, as soon as, like, we saw each other's... gamer tags pop up we would invite each other immediately and then we'd we we knew the drill we'd immediately get on minecraft and we would always like it we were always in creative mode because we were kids and we didn't know how to play the actual game but we always had like swords with us and we would make like these cringe names like the sword of doom or the or the those are kind of cool the sword of doom or the uh there's another one Sword of Truth, which was a golden sword, and then there's one more. Sword of Truth is actually from a book called The Wizard's Rule. Mm-hmm. They made a TV show called. There was one uh, name though that I always thought was super stupid, but I can't remember it. I'll try and think of it. But so anyway, anyway, yeah, we went on to uh, slight tangent there. We went on airsoft guns, and then cringe names, and then uh, and then every day I wake up and to then play my- Minecraft. <laughs> <laughs> And then 2014 and stuff. Yeah. All right. So this back is a to Stranger the show. Things podcast. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's fine. It's cool. Back to the show. We love um, Minecraft. So uh, the last bit that we see is like Mike uh, kind of having an emotional moment mm-hmm. um, because Eleven ran away and like the little blanket fort he made in his basement curb stomped it, dude. He's I'm just, telling like, demolished you, demolished it. Like. Uh, Crip gang, blood gang, full on pow pow. What? A full on went. What do you know about the Crips and the Bloods? I don't know. Exactly. Stick to what you know. GTA 5. Stick to what you know. Like pow. the Apex or Fortnite or something. Like but what they did like no a, 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 a. He did like a, a a default fork knife dance on the blanket fort. <laughs> Yeezy. Yeet. <laughs> Swag. Yeah. Renegade. It's freaking like 2022 and people still say swag. That's what kills me, you know? Anyway. Um, You're old. Wow. Um, I'm just getting gear, actually. This is news to me. Um, okay. All right, so. You listen to two, your 2000 rock bands that sound like cannibals eating each other on the microphone. Listen. <laughs> Some people... Their emo phase was just that. It was just a phase. We should probably get back to the topic instead of emo. But some people are forever emo. Okay, so... um, The next morning... you got He Nancy, got no girls in high school. Nancy tells Jonathan that they need to save Will and Barbara yep. from the Demogorgon. Because like they were like, hey, look, you know, if, if Will's still alive in there, then that might mean Barb might still be alive. 
and Nancy was worried a little bit though because she said that she saw the uh, Demogorgon feasting on that deer jerky and worried that it did the same to Will or Barbara. Right, but and then she Jonathan's... concluded that that means it's a predator. Yeah. Because it well, was obviously attracted to the if blood. It, if it kidnaps kids, then it's obviously... Uh, well, I mean, that's a different kind of predator. I'm talking no, about... I'm, no, I'm not talking about that predator. <laughs> no, no. That's a different kind of predator, but that's still a, a predator. Di- still a predator. <laughs> if, it, if it eats people... If people are clearly going missing because of it, it ain't a herbivore. It ain't a vegan. It's a carnivore. Exactly. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like she said, it's a predator drawn to blood, like a shark, and it like hunts. What was your first clue, Nancy? Well, her first clue was like the deer. Oh yeah, I guess. And her second clue, she pieced together that like Barb cut her hand, and it was drawn to the blood from her hand being cut. Okay. Anyway, can can I? Yeah, um, yeah. They talk. They talk about that, and then, uh, yeah. Her and then after that, her mom tried to open the door without knocking, and uh, Jonathan says, "Your mom doesn't knock." Yeah. And then after, right after that, it cuts to a scene of a very old friend. I was I was about to say an old friend, but she's no friend of anyone. She. It showed a clip of a lady knocking on the door. Yeah, and it was the science teacher. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Clark. Mr. Clark. I we love Mr. Clark. He's, he seems like a pretty cool guy. He is an awesome dude. But, yeah. Yeah. So the lady who ended up responding to the phone call that Benny put in in the very first episode—that was that was her. So she like this murderer. This. We will avenge Benny. This harlot. Okay, if <laughs> let me just say right now, she kills Mr. Clark. I'm going ham. I'm gonna. I mean, she already killed Benny. Hey, let me just say, in Dead by Daylight, right? That lady that killed Benny, she's a survivor, and you can be the Demogorgon killer. So, revenge for Benny. Revenge for Benny. Okay. Um, yeah, I just. So yeah, she shows that. up and she's talking to Mr. Clark about potentially recruiting the kids for the Indiana Indiana AV Club. Mm-hmm. Um, and she ends up getting because uh, she was like, oh, you know, talking about like, oh, we're trying to connect all the kids and like try to get them uh, to where like when they get older. They can end up getting in the field of technology, which during the 80s, technology was like on that's where it was on its rise. Like computers were getting better. Like, yeah, that's where it was like really starting to like really take off was like the 80s and the 90s. Like Dogecoin. No, not like not like <laughs> scam coins. OK, there's no rug pulls. I mean, there was probably some rug pulls back then, but not. Yeah. Dogecoin. Yeah, we're not. We're not, uh, you know, this isn't a uh, a family of uh, uh, hodlers and and stonks. Okay, we don't we don't do that. No I'm meme coins. Trying no meme not stonks. to laugh at that joke. <laughs> um, coin. So anyway, the lady ends up uh, telling Mr. Clark yada yada yada, and she said, "You would you happen to know of any?" students who might be interested in something like this and he was like oh i think i might have some but like she's playing off of like his uh good nature and um it's uh 
you know, he was, he just felt like he was doing something good for the kids, you know, but inadvertently gives this secret government operation, Mike, Dustin and Lucas's names. And during this time, Dustin is visiting Mike in his basement. Um, and now Mike is kind of showing he's more angry at himself Mm -hmm. for losing his temper and shouting at 11 but then he ends up blaming Lucas instead. And he's like, because, uh, you know, Dustin's like, look, it wasn't your fault. He's like, I know, it was Lucas's. <laughs> and then Dustin's like, no, it wasn't his fault either. He's like, what? Like, he was offended that Dustin said that. He's like, what? Yeah. And then he said, you pushed first. You drew you drew first blood. He said, you have to handshake. You have to shake on it. Yeah, it's like part of their code. Like, if you get in a fight, whoever started it, they need to, they need to be the one to apologize yeah which is very admirable it's a good that's a good lesson if yeah. you if you start a fight with a friend like or even not even just a physical fight but like even uh, it's just like a verbal fight. altercation like you guys are, are fighting you drew first blood like whoever instigated that it, it's the same thing as like the physical altercation whoever instigated like the verbal altercations you know especially if it is a friend they should be the bigger person yeah and you know, apologize and say, hey, I was out of line. I shouldn't have said this. And, you know, try to talk about it amicably. Um, yep. Now, there's some people in life you'll find, which I've uh, in- encountered a few. Um, like, there's no real point in apologizing to them. Sometimes it's best just to, like, let it go. I've had a few as well. V-Buck scammers. V-Buck scammers? Yeah. When have you been scammed out of V-Bucks? It was all because of Scott. My dog stepped on a bee. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, it's it's good to, especially with friends, if you get into an altercation, um, to be one of the, to be, you know, if you started it, it it's better that you approach your friend uh, apologetically and uh, try to hash things out. But like I said... <sighs> Yeah, like work like things hash out. Browns? Like work things out. Yeah, mm. you could. I mean, if you want Celebrate to make them browns. hash browns as a way to apologize, I'm sure you can. Send it through their mail slot. Like, yeah, just like, hey, do, do I got some make, potatoes. I'm going to make you some hash browns. Do they even make mail slots anymore? Yeah, a lot of doors have mail slots. Um, that's like 1876 stuff, bro. Um, like Stone Age dinosaur. Yeah, I forgot the U.S. Postal Service was uh, delivered by pterodactyls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Yeah, we kind of do though. Uh, there's uh, evidence. The, gov- the, the government's US listening. Service has not <laughs> been around. Since, like, the government's listening. Two million BC. Um, the government's listening. Oh my gosh! So anyway, Dustin explains that they're going to go over to Lucas's uh, for Mike to apologize. But Lucas, like when they get there, Lucas says he'll accept his apology only if. Eleven is banished from the group, to which Mike was like, "Heck no!" Like, and then he the put party. down the hand. Yeah, it's Dustin, you know, used the D and D allegories. Like, remember what, like the Bloodstone Pass, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" And he's like, "Remember, we couldn't decide which path to take, so we split the party, and then the trolls picked us off one by one and, and like destroyed us." He's like, "We don't need to do that again. We don't want to split the party," which is like an old like D and D like trope. It's like uh-huh. a cliche, you know, like. Whenever a party gets split, that's usually whenever bad stuff happens. Like, that's whenever yeah. crap hits the fan. Crap hit the fan real and, hard. Um, so, Lucas, 
Lucas decides that um, if they're not willing to concede and uh, accept his conditions for the apology, then he's just going to go find Will on his own. And so he gears up, gets his uh, sweet army belt, his backpack, and his sick camo headband. Yeah. And he heads out. And then as he leaves, there's a repairman that we've seen a few different times and throughout the show. And Lucas across, was also pretty like And he like waves to Lucas and Lucas is like freaked out like, too. Hey. Yeah. He's not really he didn't really look freaked out. He was just kinda like, Oh, hey. Yeah. And then like hopped on his bike and pedaled off. And then Eleven. Wanders uh, you know, into a supermarket. I don't remember what it's called. The like, big buy or big best big and not, buy not best buy that's a technology store big buy we'll big just buy. go with big buy i'm pretty sure it was big buy and uh has a flashback about the i'm gonna call it the star wars tub the star wars tub yeah what's it called where they like whenever luke got like oh back to tank a, yeah like turned into a popsicle on hoth i think that's when they put him in there yeah they put him it was after he got attacked by the wampa oh yeah and han brought him back or Pond rescued him, and then like they got rescued by uh, a patrol on snow speeders. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That I don't. Yeah, they put her in one of those, and then like it was like a metal thing that they put over the front glass, so Eleven couldn't see anything. It was like pitch black in there. Yeah, it's like uh, what do they call them? Deprivation. Deprivation chambers. Yeah. No, it's uh, tubs. High deprivation. Something like that. They have those in real life, too, by the way. They put yeah. you in, like, a little salt tub, and then they, uh... Seal you in? Mm-hmm. It's... First, they check off gravity, and then... Sensory after, deprivation. Sen- That's what it's yeah. called. And then, after an hour, they turn off the light, and then after another hour, they give you earplugs that you put in your ear, and then after the third hour, which is the legal time that you're allowed in there, I think that's whenever you start seeing stuff. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really looked into it that much. Oh, I have, because I I found out it was a real thing not too long ago, and I was like, it's kind of weird. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I'd, it would be something to try, though. Mm, I don't know if I'd want to. I would, that, just for the experience. You alone with your own thoughts for three hours? Yeah, that would be... That's scary. A YouTuber I watched, she went to one, and there was like rubber duckies all over the place. Mm-hmm. And one of those creepy cats that like stand stare at you when you go in the door that waves at you like like that the listeners can't see me but you can yeah i think they know what i'm talking about as well maybe maybe i don't know it's a way to steal my thunder yeah sorry you mean your uh lightning <laughs> <laughs> lightning summoner or whatever you called it eat lightning and poop thunder yeah but yeah she goes to the supermarket um has the flashback of being in the deprivation chamber um, where they uh, wanted her to try uh, to find the Demogorgon. Yeah. And then uh, after that, she... Uh, Cuts back to real life. Yep. Yeah, and then everyone's looking at her because it's a it's a kid with a dress and a... Shaved head. Yeah, and a jacket over that dress. And she's all dirty. Yeah, with a bloody nose and bloody eardrums. Mm-hmm. And they're all looking at her like, hmm. And then uh, someone uh, named Robert goes up to her and says, hey, he's like, where are your parents? you have a mom or a dad? 
straight up hit him with a class A burn, calling him a mouth breather. Mouth breather. Oh. Yeah. She, and she just did it so cool. She was like, mouth breather. And, then and just turned off. and walked away. It's like, like a, the... Like a... Like... Um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool guys don't look at explosions. But that she did, nothing exploded but except for that guy's self-esteem. Exactly. Oh. She like nuked oh. it from orbit and oh. just walked away. So And then after that she stole like six box of Egos. Yeah. And he was like you can't you, you, you can't have to do, pay for you that. Pay for that. <laughs> oh, excuse me, sweaty. Um actually you have to pay for that. And she was like mind Pulled a cart, a shopping yeah, cart like in front of him. Yeah, like pulled like a lady shopping cart right in front of him, and like almost hit his. Uh, yeah, he might have. I don't, I don't know. know. And then after he tried to run after her, he's like, "Thief, thief!" And then closed the doors with her mind, but and they were like the glass shattered. Boom and shattered it. She almost cut away. his nose off. She walked away without looking at the explosion. Exploded that guy's self esteem, like I 100%. said. One hundred percent. One hundred percento. She just walked off. I'm like a boss. Yeah. And then um it show we we then see Joyce and Hopper were able to track down um Terry Ives and um her sister is the one who answers the door and uh she explains that uh Terry's been catatonic uh just like she just kind of exists like she doesn't respond she doesn't talk but then she tells him that um her sister was part of the mk ultra program which hopper already found out and that when she was pregnant she she was she was pregnant during that time which hopper also find, found out she said that her sister had a miscarriage while she was pregnant and like even though she claims, like, no, I gave, I know I gave birth. Yeah. But she was trying to say, like, oh, no, like, everyone, you know, said it was a miscarriage. I wonder why she can't talk. She wasn't in a wheelchair or anything. She was sitting down in a rocking chair. So, a lot of times, like, when people suffer, like, great loss or grief, um, you know, because she, like, she had been claiming for a while that, like, her daughter was born she was born with abilities, um, and she, her her daughter got taken from her. Yeah. Um. So, constantly telling people, you know, or constantly having people tell you that you're crazy, and like you're, you know, similar to kind of what Joyce was going through. You mm -hmm. know, like everyone was treating her like she was crazy, even though she and knew, needed help. Yep. And it's kind of the same thing, but, but like she knew that. I think that's because uh, she was she was also shooting like uh, the lady that wasn't talking like sort of shooting her looks because she she kind of understood yeah like what happened and mm -hmm. like and then that's why she asked if there was any proof of like 
the baby actually being born. Yep. That's why she asked that, I bet. Yeah. But yeah, and then yeah, after that... Nancy and Jonathan are buying oh, yeah. hunting supplies because they're going to hunt down the Demogorgon. They will try. Oh, I'm sure the Death Star will be fully operational by the time your friends arrive. Execute order, order 66. It will be done, my lord. Okay, so... We're Star Wars nerds. Yeah. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, or don't, because we're going to be watching Kenobi and doing episodes on that soon, too. Um, Very soon. Yeah. Um, and if you've seen Kenobi, watch it anyway, because... Or watch it. Listen to it anyway, because uh, we love you guys. Yeah, and we're funny. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> who else are you going to listen to? Joe Rogan or, <laughs> like... Kevin Hart? Uh, yeah, I'm sure he has a podcast somewhere. Um, like 50 of them. Probably. But uh, listen to ours instead, because yeah, I mean, because we're does Kevin Hart have kids? Yes, he does. Yeah, he does. Uh, but does is Kevin Hart doing a podcast like this? Probably. <laughs> but is it called "Hey Dad, Watch This"? No, it's not, because I I checked and we're the only ones with this name, so he clearly doesn't. So we got that on Kevin Hart. So suck uh, it. <laughs> but Kevin Hart's also kind of funny, and he's rich. We're not rich. Yeah. We are anyway. Um, so they're buying hunting supplies because they're wanting to hunt the Demogorgon. And as uh, they're the, loading up the car, uh, a car drives past and says, "Hey, Nancy!" You know, it's like, "Can't wait to see your movie." And then Jonathan's confused, but Nancy's like, "Wait, what?" Wait, yeah, what? Like, what are they talking about? And then, like, starts panicking, runs to the movie theater while Jonathan's like, Nancy! Yeah. And then, uh, there's a, on the movie thing, someone spray-painted something very mean. We're just gonna say, called her a poopy head. Because no. we're family-friendly. We can, well, we can talk about it. So, like, the movie that was being shown at the movie theater was called All the Right Moves. And someone had spray-painted, like, uh, all the right moves, like starring Nancy, the harlot, but like a harsher word for it, uh, Wheeler. Um, and then... Yeah, they hear spray paint and bottle shaking, and then they walk up to it, and then they see people spray... Uh, Steve and his gang spray painting a wall. Yeah, Tommy's like spray painting on a wall. Yeah, while Steve's just back there watching. And she she runs up and... Like ends up slapping him across the face really hard. Really you could, hard. You could probably hear that for miles to come. Yeah, like Demogorgon heard it. Yeah, that's like in the upside down. Yeah, he was like, dang. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the Demogorgon. Yeah, but the reason why uh, Steve is upset is because whenever he went to go check the, on Nancy. Climbed up the window and looked and saw Jonathan holding a blanket around Nancy. Yeah, I'm trying to warm her up. Uh, back whenever they first got back at the beginning of the episode. Um, yeah. And so he was hurt and upset, rightfully so. And he's like, I was worried about you, Nancy. He's like, and Nancy's like, it wasn't what it looked like. He's like, we were just. And he's like, what? Finish that sentence. And she can't because. She can't say like oh we had just gotten back from the upside down tracking down a demogorgon with no face and just ate a deer and we almost gotten eaten alive right you can't because say that you would look like you were freaking nuts yeah 
So And then he's like, Yeah, that's what I thought and they and then he told her to Yeah, and Jonathan was like, Let's just go, Nancy and uh then uh Steve started Steve picking started, on him. like picking on him and was like saying stuff about like how crazy his family is and, and that all of the buyers are disappointments. Yeah, and then he said and then he started to say stuff about Will and then that's that when Jonathan was like Nah, dude, and it's turned around. It's like clocked him right in the face. John, uh, KSI, Logan Paul, full on. Well, Logan Paul's cringe. Yeah, and he also lost yeah, and started yeah. hugging Merriweather. Well, I'm also pretty sure he just like pays those all those fighters to take an L. Yeah, Logan Paul. Anyway, if you're listening to this, you suck. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, so. Uh, Steve and Jonathan get in fisticuffs. They're rolling around, punching the crap out of each other, throwing each other against the car, like beating the crap out of each other. And then uh, a cop car rolls in, and everyone's like freaking out. It's like, come on, get off of him. You know, it's like, come on, let's go. Cops are here. And Jonathan's laying into him. Like Like the scene of the Christmas story. Yeah. Wham, wham, wham. And uh, the cop was like, all right, all right, you know. And Tommy's like, all right, he's had enough, man. And then Jonathan full-on shoves him into the wall and goes back to Steve. This is wailing into him again. Yeah. And then the cops go to pull him off, and he elbows one of the cops in the nose. He's like, ow, my nose. And then he, and then he's holding onto his nose against the car. And then, like, he's still laying into Steve. And then uh, they cuff Jonathan, and then Steve's like, oh, I'm gone. Yeah, Steve and Tommy bolt. Yeah, because... Yeah. But the ladies stay. Yeah. And, yeah, they bolt because they also were a part of the fight. And also, they vandalized the movie theater and the wall of random apartment, I think it was. This is uh, buildings, uh, businesses. Yeah. Um. So, it, and then it cuts to Lucas trying to, uh, like, he has his compass. And he's trying to, trying to follow the... Where the compass is pointing, like they were before, uh, whenever Eleven was messing with their compasses, mm-hmm. and so he's trying to find like where the source is coming from for the electromagnetic, uh, whatever it is, and he gets to a fence and he can't get around the fence, um, because it it just keeps going and going, and so he finds a tree, he climbs a tree. And pulls out his binoculars, and it's uh, the secret government building. Secret government building. Super spooky. Very secret. Hey, uh, government, remember that deal that we had with uh, the June? My birthday's coming up in, like, what day is it? The 8th. My birthday's coming up in... 17 days. 17 days. I can't do math. And, uh... Quick math. You still didn't make them hot Cheetos free, man. Government, if you're listening to this. I feel like there's a lot of important stuff going on in the government right now. Uh, But hot Cheetos are hot Cheetos. It's like that incredible scene. Cheetos are Cheetos. Yeah, good luck getting the government to give you free hot Cheetos. Government, please. If all right, they're listening to us right now. They're listening to everyone right now. Exactly, government, government, government. If they you hear, should be you, a little bit more specific instead of just the government. Be like, hey, uh, FBI van number seven two four that is listening into all of our communications in this street that we live on. 
Okay, continue. We have their attention now. I would love... Alright, so my birthday's in 17, 17 days. days. Which they already know. Yes. Um, I would really appreciate it if, like, that day, everyone's name that starts with a G and ends with an S... So people named Gus, you're very lucky if they do this for us because uh, please make Hot Cheetos free on June 25th. That's my birthday, please, because uh, I would just love you guys if you did that. You know, because hot, I love Hot Cheetos. They're like one of my favorite chips in the world. Hot Cheetos are my life. That's you right now. You disgust me. So... Uh, Mike and Dustin are... I'm sorry, little one. Mike and Dustin are in the woods, and... Screaming uh, for L. Yeah. And she hears them, and... Uh, but before they can reunite... Uh, they hear rustling, and they're like, L? And then they see the two... Uh, Troy and James. Dumb and dumber. Yeah. The one that... Uh, Peter's pants. L made him pee his pants. In the gymnasium in front of everyone. And wipe that blood off her nose like a queen. <laughs> like, a like, G. like a mafia boss. Yes, queen. Full on went slay. Like, girl boss. Stop. Gatekeep. Okay, now you're just making me making my Gaslight. face making my face go in my eye holes and my mouth hole. Like all that I'm okay. cringing that hard. So anyway, the bullies chase them to the quarry and they corner them on the edge of the cliff. And then uh, they're fighting, and then um, Troy has a knife, and he threatens to cut Dustin if Mike doesn't jump off the edge of the quarry. Even the other bully was like, yo, dude, yo, dude this, like, is, this isn't okay. Like, this isn't cool. <laughs> That's like, it's, it's holding one of them hostage with a knife and threatening to cut their teeth out. And if the other doesn't commit suicide, basically. Which, at the beginning of the show, like, whenever they were trying to find Will, and they were at the quarry, they are like, oh man, if he fell from here, like, he's gonna, he, he, he probably, he would be dead. Yeah, and Mike. Because it's that high up. Yeah. And Mike jumped, and. Because he was trying all, to save his friend. And all of them were like, wait, he actually did it? Yeah, and they ran over to the edge, and, um, they look down, and Dustin's like, no way. And then it zooms out and it shows uh, Mike, Mike just like levitating. frozen in midair, like oh crap! Even he was kind of like, "What the heck?" The way he was laying, though, that definitely would have hurt before you died. You always, if you're jumping into water from a higher place, you always want to like point your feet down. Nope. Like, nope. never mind. Nope. I guess not. From that high up, it would literally oh, just, from like, that shatter high your up. legs. Yeah, that's true. From that high up, definitely. And then not. you wouldn't be able to swim if you did survive. But if you lay like flat on your stomach, that's gonna like be a loud slap. Yeah, the and then best you're just gonna to do sink. Is like uh, even like they tell you uh, like when you go to skydive, if like your parachute doesn't work when you fall, is to fall like spread out mm -hmm. because then the impact is spread out over your entire body as opposed to like the impact all being on like one point. Yeah. So you're more likely to survive if you like spread out and like land flat. But still, one in a million chance. I'm. Yeah. Or you can just look for like a big bush of trees and hope and pray. Um, no, because then branches might just like skewer you. Oh yeah, look for water. Just, just flat land. Just flat, oh, flat land. I was about to say MLG water bucket. No. 
Nope. Dream man, uh, dream, so anyway, dream um, is cringe. Uh, she then lifts Mike back up to safety, and then when she comes out, the one bully Troy, he's like, "Was well, like, hey," blah, blah. and then uh, she knocks the other bully down, and then just instantly like breaks Troy's arm. Yeah, like she moves her his... head a little bit, and his arm does a three sixty like no scope. He's like, oh, my arm. She broke my arm. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would have kept that because he dropped a knife. I would have kept that knife as like a trophy. <laughs> day that we yeah. broke Troy's arm. And then, but she ends up falling to the ground because she's like, she's just exerted a lot of her powers, you know, trying to save Mike and then doing what she of did course. to the bullies. And she, and then she has another flashback. Because Dustin kept screaming, she'll kill you. I think that's why. No, she just she was just exerted a lot of. She was exhausted. It wasn't because of what he was shouting. He was just he. She was just exhausted, and uh, she ended up collapsing. And then she ended up having another flashback. Well, I don't think it was her per se. I think it's just more so of like the story flashing back for like us to see. Like I don't think she was like memories that she was having per se. Like yeah, I think it's just uh, showing, giving us her backstory as to why things are the way they are for her. Yep. And but the flashback was to her encountering the demogorgon in the void, and then the cat, and then what? Yeah, it showed the cat situation, and then it showed uh the can, and then it showed the. No, it was like this was the part where it was her like and she was like walking up to the demogorgon and she touched it oh yeah. and then it like uh she it turned around and screamed at her and then so she screamed and then walls were like and like that's like how the rift opened up like into like into the void and what's really cool not really cool but another thing is that her eyes were open when she was screaming but she was still in that tank yeah yeah and then after that she is sort of sobbing a little bit, and then uh, she tells Mike is like that she's sorry, and then she's like that saying that she opened the gate. Yeah, and she's the reason why it all happened. And then Mike completely ignored that and said, "You saved me, okay? You yeah. saved me." Yeah. Instead of it's like, wait, you're it's like, oh, you opened the gate. Well, he he probably understands that like she didn't intentionally open the gate. Like, I mean, she's being forced to do that kind of stuff. But then as they're as they're leaving the quarry and they're on their way home, that same repairman that was outside of Lucas's house was out there waiting for him. And he radios in. He says, I see him. They're heading home. home. And then they all start the government bad guys. Well, that's kind of redundant. Um, government. The secret organization bad guys um, start loading up like their weapons and then they start getting in their vans to take off to start chasing after like i think it was mp5s and 1911s i don't know i know my weaponry i play call of duty oh okay i know all the attachments i can possibly go on an mp5 and a 1911 you know what's cool about that is it's made up call of duty is made up i know not all those attachments can fit on those weapons no i mean it's not that's, real. That's not what I mean. It's not real life. That's not what I mean. Not just Call of Duty. It's a video game. No. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I thought I was actually going into the battlefield against Putin. 
Anyway, so what did you think of the episode? I thought it was cool. Yeah. Like all of the Stranger Things episodes, but hopefully Logan Paul doesn't sue us for calling him cringe. Oh, I'll call him cringe right to his face. I don't care. I'll say it right to his face, swear to God. Like on God? On God, on God. Respectfully. Sheesh. Um, But for real though, you would go up to Logan Paul, a professional, a boxer, like MMA fighter, and call him cringe. Yeah. What about Jake Paul? Yeah. How is that? Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm not afraid of them. They're not the Demogorgon. What if, like, a Demogorgon went up to you, you in your quarter and a while, you're sitting down, you're afraid for your life, and it opens its mouth and starts saying, yo, what's up, man, dab me up. And it's just waiting for you to dab them up. You dab them up. You dab them up. And then you eat deer jerky. True. Maybe the Demogorgon is just trying to make friends. That's why he took Will and Barbara. That, he's just trying to make he's friends lonely. and share some deer jerky. Demogorgon. They're having a tea party. If you're listening, <laughs> eating deer jerky and drinking, like at, yeah, at the upside down version of uh, Steve's pool, they're having a pool party. Exactly. Yeah. See, Government. it's all coming together. <laughs> um, Government, if you're listening to this, and if you have a portal straight to the upside down, please let the Demogorgon come to our house, man. I will happily eat some deer jerky with that man. Not a man. He's a a monster. Monster. No. A literal monster. No. He's literally a monster. That that's offensive, sir. Um. Okay. No, he's literally a monster. Oh yeah, maybe maybe to him we're monsters. True. And he's only defending himself. Um. So I really liked this episode. Um. I I liked how they. Um, elaborated more on like the MK Ultra stuff and like secret government type type stuff. That stuff's super cool. Um, and yeah. um, you know, MK Ultra is a real thing that happened. Like people still to this day don't believe that it was a real thing, but like the government even openly admitted to all the secret testing and stuff that they were doing on people. Um, so yeah. So some life lessons. Don't trust the government. That's number one. Except for whenever they give you hot Cheetos for free. Yeah, but and even then, I mean, it's like totally give them your life you after know, they give uh, you that. No, no. Yes. No. Yeah. Never give the, your life to the government. Oh yeah. Well, whenever you put it like that. Yeah. And uh, number two, if making up with your friends is important. Yes. Number three, if someone's trying to share some beef. Or be deer jerky with you. Let the deer jerky thing go, dude. No, I you, will not. You've beaten it into the ground more than that deer was. That was a good one, and you know it. No, it wasn't. It was good. Fist bump. Bump it. Bump it. Bump it. Yeah, it was good. You know. I popped your finger. I don't know. But the deer jerky, man, if... If you see a monster, maybe he just wants to dab you up and have a tea party with you with some deer jerky. All right. Um, don't be, you know, uh, stereotypical to monsters. That's not cool. Uh, we love monsters. No. Sh- no. Share some deer jerky with them. No, the Demogorgon literally just wants to eat you. You mean yes. deer jerky? 
No, the the Demogorgon. It, it wants. It's a monster. Anyway, it wants to number eat four. It. Number four. Oh me. Yeah, you. A life lesson from this episode. Um. Stick tight with your friends. And number five. It's a stick on a walkie-talkie, not an antenna. Jeez, dude. Even the listeners voted in the poll. For You're wrong. For stick on a walkie-talkie. No, they you voted guys, against you. You guys don't know memes, man. How next is that time, a meme? Next time, vote for my thing. Explain the meme to me. Your face. What do you mean? <gasps> Violated. What's the meme? Your face. No, you said the stick on a walkie-talkie is a meme. It's supposed to be like a meme where like I don't I'm listening. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Trivia for this episode. Trivia. Okay. When Hopper and Joyce go into Jane's room, which is what uh uh Eleven's real name is there is What's a Jane. Jane. Mary Jane. No, just Jane. Mariana. Mariana Cross. Um, there is a framed illustration of the White Rabbit from Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. A story Wait, really? that centers around a child falling through a portal into an alternate world full of strange and magical things. Okay. And that's what Jane or Eleven did. Just with her mind. Oh. That was like the parent. Can I read one? Yeah, you can read the next one. Uh, the 1973 Ford Pinto Sheriff Hopper uh, drives in a... Drive... Or drives is a... Wait, what? Okay. The 1973 I, Ford I, I, Pinto Sheriff Hopper drives is an homage. Oh, to the pro- protagonists and Stephen King's Cujo. The mother and child are forced to defend themselves from the dog after the vehicle stalls out. That's yeah. what that vehicle was. Yeah, so it's a it was a Ford Pinto, and that was the car. It was like the same color and everything from the car from Cujo. Yeah, me when me and my dad saw that scene, I was like, "Is that like Hopper's real car, or yeah, is it Joyce's car?" And I was like, "Wait, no, he has a, a Ford Bronco." Yeah, but it's a sheriff vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. So when Troy pulls the knife on Mike and Dustin, it is reminiscent of Stephen King's It when the bully uses his switchblade to carve his initials on one of the kids. Uh, Mike, uh, the actor that plays Mike, he later played Richie in the film adaptation of It and its sequel, It Chapter 2. It's interesting. They so, pay homage to okay, so It, but he ends up if- being in... The newer version. If of your it. bully carves his initials in like your leg or your elbow with a switchblade, he's not a bully. He's a sociopath. A sociopath. Either that or the main character of the horror movie you're in. That's True. just truth. That's life lesson number six. Yeah. Um, and also, if your bully does that, call the police. Don't let it go. Like, don't don't just tell your parents about what happened. Tell the police as well, because that's just psycho behavior. The way that Eleven's psychic visit to the Upside Down is depicted is very similar to visuals contained to Doctor Who, 
kind of part one 1982 l is depicted in a featureless black void with her mirror reflection the only other visible thing and the doctor who serial companion character tegan falls into a dream state where she envisions a featureless black void and only her mirror image additionally kinda had a plot concerning Conceiving. Concerning. Oh, concerning. Yeah. It's tiny text. Concerning a snake-like monster escaping from an... Oh, thank you. From an astral plane. Astral plane. Oh, yeah, sorry. Astral plane and invading the material world, much like the monster in here. You get the ones that I can actually understand the words in. The ones I have to read are words I've never even heard of before. It's good for you. Can I read this one? <laughs> Hold on. So, have you ever watched like the older Doctor Who? Ever? Maybe when I was little. Mm, I don't think you ever did. I think you only ever saw like the newer episodes. So, like the older episodes. Oh, of Doctor Who. Mm-hmm. I thought you. I thought we were talking about Doctor Strange. No. The Doctor Who. The I've seen the one with the Exterminator bots, which I think was just Doctor Who. Yeah, those are the. Uh... Oh, what are those called now? Exterminate. Oh my god, what are those? The Dalek. Yeah, that's what those are called. Uh-huh. Um, but no, like the older Doctor Who is really cool because it has um, a lot of like really great visuals. And they were, they were always, they had really great uh, like shots, like when they were filming the episodes. Uh, whereas the newer one um, doesn't really have a lot of that. And so, like, uh, this one thing about Stranger Things is they, they like to pull off of like visuals and um like really great shots from other things you know in, inspired by those things mm-hmm. yeah so you can read the last one okay. musical mobile over the baby bed that terry ives keeps for jane has yet another reference to a stephen king work the clowns are rem- reminiscent reminiscent of pennywise from it who was also a murderous villain who terrorizes and another an otherwise serene town and fights a group of children who band together to defeat the monster. I think Pennywise is one of the worst horror characters. You can literally bully him and he's dead. Yeah, but the thing is, he feeds off of children's like, the fear. fear. Yeah. And kids like, like are going to be afraid of things that are like murderous. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, yeah, uh, is that all? Um, yeah, I think so. I think that's everything. Um, so, overall, it's a solid episode. Some really cool stuff is developing in the show. Rank it 24 out of 10. Yeah. I'm going up a number every episode. Mm-hmm. And if I accidentally mess up a number, please let me know. Yeah. Th- thank you. Yeah. But yeah, this is a good episode. Uh, a lot of really cool things are developing. Um, oh, wait, no, 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 it was 16, not 24. 16 out of 10. So tomorrow night, we're going to start Kenobi. Kenobi. And I know originally our plan was we were going to do like season one of Stranger Things and then season two, three, and then four. But what we're going to do is as we're watching season one, we're also going to be doing season one of Kenobi. And 
we're going to hold on to those episodes until we finish season one of Stranger Things. And then we're going to gonna... start releasing those episodes. That are pre-recorded. Yeah. And then, well, it's all pre-recorded. It's like saying an old picture of me. Every picture of you is an old picture of you. Technically, every mirror in a store is used. Say I'm wrong. So anyway, we're going to do... Um, Kenobi. 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 And then after season one of Stranger Things, uh, the episodes for Kenobi will release. And then while those are being released... Uh, we'll be doing season two of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And then, um, do you want to do Miss Marvel as well? That's a little much. Well, I'm saying, like, we could do, like, season one of this, season one of Kenobi, do season two of this, and then also do, like, Miss Marvel. Or we could just jump straight back into season three after we finish Kenobi. Uh, season two yeah, of Stranger let's, Things. Let's do that. All right. All right, everyone. Um, this has been the Hey Dad, hey Dad Watch, Watch This, this podcast. podcast. I'm the dad, Tyler. And I'm the amazing, funny son, Gaius. Yeah. About that. You are. Um, I know I am. Everyone, um, be kind to each other. And don't give people a dentist appointment. Even if it's free, it might be a knife. Yeah, yeah. don't do a free dentist appointment with a knife on uh, the edge of a quarry. <laughs> it's, it's In 1983. Oh, yeah, like people can time travel just to do that. Hey, it could happen. Stranger things have happened. Later, everyone. I'm going to die of cringe.